And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CEI Esports. I'm your host, obviously, and I am obviously joined by my co-host, Johnny. We have a special guest, Johnny. We did a career episode with Alec Posey mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, which you greatly appreciate. We have another guest, a very, very special guest, someone we've been trying to get for a while now. We're trying to get her for a while because, obviously, she's involved with the 2K League, which we are as well. It is host, reporter, journalist, Autumn Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. How is it going, Autumn? I'm great. That was an amazing introduction, <laughs> and I'm so excited to talk to you all. Yeah, it's been a crazy time so far, but I'm really excited to finally be on and talk to you guys. <laughs> she's got the background going. She's got the NCAA basketball. She's got the trophy behind her. She's got the whole thing. Me? I just got the wall, and I got some bottles right there. <laughs> That's, like, really all I got. That's all you need. It's okay. And I got some I got some posters there, but that's not here. My big head blocks it, so we don't have to worry about that. Anyways, all right, let's get started. So obviously, like I talk about, this is a career day episode, so we're here to tell our students about what you do in uh, the esports community. So first of all, let's get started as a journalism journalist. How did you get interested in the journalism industry? Discuss your path. Yeah, so I'm mainly I'm into basketball reporting and broadcasting. So growing up, starting like I think seven or eight years old is when I started playing basketball. That's what I did my entire life. I was always in the gym, practicing, traveling for AU games. Like it was constant and nonstop. And then, you know, by the time I got into college, I was burnt out and I didn't want to do it anymore. Like I just wanted to go to school and just be like free with everything. And then I learned that was like one of the biggest mistakes that I made because like, that's what I love to do. Like basketball was me. So I had to try to find a way to stay in it. And I didn't know what to do. I was lost to be honest with you. Like just trying to figure out like, what does Autumn like to do? Who is Autumn? Like, so going in college, like freshman year, I would just go to different things like, like panels and different events and stuff like that and listen to different people and I came across um, a sports journalist by the name of Rachel Barbo and she talked about how she was a sports reporter and how she got to talk about sports for a living and I'm like I, I want to do that like that sounds fun like you get to talk about sports and watch basketball all day or any other sport so that's kind of how I got into it um, I was so terrible at first and I'm still learning and growing but I didn't know if that was exactly for me but it still gave me that burning like fire to want to do it and get better at it and that's exactly what basketball provided me like you know broadcasting and basketball playing I would say are the same things like you're performing you're practicing you're making mistakes you're growing and learning you're being coached so that's kind of how I got into it just trying to find a way to stay close to the game that I love. Did you have a favorite player or a team growing up in basketball? I did. So my favorite player of all time, still to this day, is Diana Taurasi. Like growing up, like watching her game, like hit the big threes. Like that's the type of player that I wanted to be. So like I just kept going from there. Um, And Ray Allen was huge as well. Like I'm a shooting guard growing up. Ray Allen, Diana Taurasi, like they were my go-tos and favorite team growing up, I would say Mercury or Celtics. So <laughs> those are still two of my favorite teams uh, to this day, but their games have influenced like who I am today. So. Yeah. You got Dinah Taurasi, unfortunately, it didn't go so well for the, for the Mercury last year in the WNBA finals, but they're still, uh, they're still great, great, great teams. But, um, and then we have Ray Allen, obviously the best. Uh, how, talk, you, you said you met a you said you met a, a sports journalist coming up that inspired you to get into the industry. How, how what were those conversations like? What did she tell you in terms of that really said, yeah, that's like you said, it's pretty cool. Like what, what were those key things that really inspired you? 
I think just the fact of how she was able to learn um, different people and learn their stories. Like I love talking to people. I'm, I'm more of a listener. So I like conversations. Like I like talking to people and learning their background, like how they got to like who they are today um, and how they came up. But that was basketball. I love the real life aspect to it from these athletes and just combining the two worlds. Um, and I, I just love the fact that she was around the game 24 seven. You know, she did tell me that it's it's a tough business to get into, but you just have to keep grinding. Like that's all it is to it. When when people ask me like, how do you do X, Y, and Z? It's like, I just go after it. Like if there's not a way, I'm gonna try to find a way. And I think I like that challenge as well. That's kind of what drives me a bit. Um, but she was telling me about the grind and everything like that. And that's, some, that's a challenge that I wanted to take on, but she was very supportive. Um, from there, I just connected with other journalists as well to hear how they got to where they're at. But, you know, as I'm going through it, like I started my sophomore year, which was 2016, we're in 2021 now, going into 2022. <laughs> um, but I'm just learning that everyone's story is different. Like everyone's journey is different. It's not going to be like, this is how you start and this is how you end because it's it's not like that. Like your story is your story. And um your blessings are your blessings too. So that's just how I take it. But I was very thankful that I met her in that timing because she just kind of made everything click for me. And I'm a, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if I told you this before, but I studied journalism as well. I'm, I'm currently in Columbia University. And one of the biggest things we meet people all the time. And when you hear their stories, you're like, that's such a cool way. Cause like, you feel like, oh, like you said, it's not just one way. You're like, oh, I, I can't do it like that. And then you meet other people that did it other ways. You're like, maybe I could do it like that. Right. And that's one of the, that's one of the coolest things about the industry. There's no right way. It's just like, you meet the right people, you get the right opportunity and then it all goes from there. It's what you do with that's it. it. That's it. Um, all right, next. Uh, so what are some basic tools you think are for our students? What do you think some basic tools are you think are essential for a host and reporter? Um, I guess being authentic is number one for me. Like you want to be yourself. Like that's something coming into like just breaking into the esports world. I had to figure out quickly about myself because when I when I started with the NBA 2K League, that was in 2019. So I was still like learning and growing, but I was always like so stiff and I, I had to like <laughs> the reporter voice or whatever like that. But coming into 2K, like my boss, Matt, told me like, hey, like we just want to learn who Autumn is. Like we want to see who Autumn is and um, just know what she brings. Like we know the reporter Autumn, who is Autumn as the person? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll try, like, but I came out and just started like really took that with me every single day and I'm like yeah like I I I bring a special like no one can do you better than you so I'm like don't be so tense like if someone's listening to you whatever like just go for it and be yourself so I'm super thankful for him um in my journey and just pushing me for my growth like that's special to me when someone invests in you and your growth so um, just hearing that, I, I try to carry that with me every single day. Like that's all there is to it. Of course, there's your like know how to write, know how to like edit and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like you need to be yourself. Like that's the most important thing. And then of course, like do your knowledge, uh, study and get your knowledge and be prepped and um, you don't have to like stay stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Like those type of things. Mm -hmm. 
but the core of it all is just be yourself and be authentic because even when you're talking to people like you want to make sure you're personable and you're making them comfortable as well so i think that's just the, the most important thing but isn't that fascinating though how when they when you're when you're doing this job, you're just getting you're on television, you're just doing the stereotypical reporter voice, like, hello, my name is Autumn Johnson. Like, here's the news. And it's like, that's what I think should happen. But like, hey, no, like just be yourself. Like, we want to yeah. see that personality. So speak to how like you got kind of like out of your shell and like how that transition kind of made you, you know, transition to where you're at now and the more success came when you actually became yourself on the camera. Yeah, I think it was just like not taking myself so serious too. Like I had, I have to understand, like we have one of the coolest jobs. Okay, we can just talk about sports, watch sports every single day. I get to report on a video game. Like I have realized that, you know, we're wearing sneakers. We're dressed like down or up, whatever the case might be. Like we're chilling, talking about a video game. These guys are around my age, like I had to learn how to relax because I am such an overthinker and a perfectionist. <laughs> and still trying to like work on this. Oh no! Even though I'm preaching this, I'm still working on it because I, I still sometimes catch myself doing the reporter voice. Like it's funny mm -hmm. because 2K, I'm like, I'm Autumn. I'm doing like you know whatever. But then when I switch to other like traditional jobs, I'm like, like a little more buttoned up. <laughs> And the transition is weird to me. I wish like I could just be like one person at all times, but it's like something <laughs> in me like just snaps. I don't know. But I think just learning um, that you're going to make mistakes too. Like it's okay. Like I, I think that's what terrified me the most is like if I don't, if I'm not buttoned up or if I'm not, I have to like loosen up to be comfortable. If I, if I'm mm -hmm. not like that, then, oh, I'm going to mess up. You know what I mean? So just learning that mistakes or mistakes were not perfect and just go with it. But uh, it's still a learning process. I'm saying <laughs> I'm still trying to like get this together. <laughs> overthinkers, baby. Let's do it. I'm an overthinker. Oh, gosh. So Johnny tells me and our producer, like, overthink, overthink, overthink. Hell yeah, I do overthink. It's like, <laughs> we want we, we to make sure we get everything correctly. We don't mess up. So it, it's, it, it is, uh, obviously, it's not the best habit, but it's, it's, it comes out of, a, it comes out of trying to be the best at what you do. Do. yeah it's so um fair for sure you, you're passionate you love it so yeah definitely all right so you mentioned it you grew up a basketball fan ray allen by the way johnny she's a big ray allen and yes Dallas yes and times so. rossi yes i heard yeah, yes. Yes, yes um <laughs> so, but you, you transition to that and you're going to a video you, you go to esports you go to a video game and like you said you're covering a new realm because mb2 he league is relatively new and talk about how you how you adjusted to that what were the what were the transitions and things that go into being a reporter and host for something that's brand new in esports. Yeah, uh, it was tough. And I, to be honest, I was like terrified to even cover it, considering the fact that, I don't know, it was like something new. I'm like, how am I supposed to report on a video game? Like, I have no idea what to do, what to say, like what to ask. But then I had to like, just after I was like, just studying up on it, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to treat this like basketball, because that's what we're doing. It's, we're talking about basketball, they're just playing the video game, like watch it as if it was real life and treat these people like the pros that they are, because mm -hmm. like that's at the end of the day, they're athletes. So talk to them just like you would if you were going to Atlanta Hawks game or whatever the case might be. So just taking that approach really helped me a lot and just studying and listening. Like we, I work with some of the best people ever and they're so knowledgeable. 
um, Dirk Scott Harris, like Jeff Eisenband was huge and like just taking me under his wing and making sure that like I was good to go on anything I needed. And I never felt afraid to ask questions too. Like if I didn't know, okay, cool. Like everyone there was there to help me to know. So um, yeah, just studying and doing my own prep, but then also understanding like I know basketball. So just going there with that approach and um, and go from there and try to get to learn the guys too. Like, yeah, you can answer, you can ask the X and O's questions, but like help the audience understand like who they are as a person and their background and, you know, just little things that they do. So that's, I still do that approach to this day. <laughs> I'm like learning more too, because everyone's so knowledgeable and I just pick up on those tidbits. I'm watching the game more. So that's also helped me expand my knowledge of 2K and basketball. So I don't know, just being a student of the game and asking questions and then just treating it like basketball helped me. Shout out to Jeff Eisband, a uh, friend of the show and former Absolutely, career day yeah. alumni. You see, he's one of the people that have done the uh, career day stuff he did it for us last year. So shout out to Jeff Eisenband. But um, <laughs> let's continue on. Um, you talked about it. It's like you're doing a conversation with people. Have you ever been like, um, obviously, like, for example, I don't know if, like who are the, some of the biggest people that you've inter interviewed in your time, but obviously, when you when you grow up in sports, you, you have a chance to interview some really, really great people that you look up to or you really admired. Do you have any tips in terms of interviewing like people when, uh, for example, like for, if you were to interview Diana Taurasi or Ray Allen, like how do you or a big celebrity, how do you maintain your professionalism in those moments? Uh, oh, my gosh. So I, I did have the opportunity to interview Diana Taurasi. I know to this day, like that is my favorite interview of all time. I haven't talk to Ray Allen just yet I'll maybe one day but I I was I was terrified once again <laughs> it was Diana Taurasi like I did not want to mess anything up I wanted everything to be like flawless I wanted to ask the good questions but then I had to like take myself from here and just like bring myself down and be like okay mm -hmm. like you do this all the time just go up to her <laughs> talk to her like she's a regular person and go from there. So I think that's also helpful is just realizing like they're human, just like you are like, mm -hmm. it's okay. <laughs> go up there. <laughs> now, if it was like Beyonce too, like oh, I, would gosh. <laughs> I would try to tell myself like, it's just a human. She's just like me, but come on. Like, I don't know. I, maybe if I get in that situation, I'll have a different answer. But just mm -hmm. learning how to like breathe and go through it, like understanding that nerves are natural, but so are your talents. Like you're not gonna fail yourself by mm -hmm. like stumbling or whatever. So I just went in there and what helps me the most is when I have conversations with people instead of just like diving in there, um, just kind of be like, hey, like <laughs> I even told her like, you've been um, my favorite player since I started, like, I appreciate you and all you've done for this game. And like where I'm at today is because of you. So thank you. And just having like that initial conversation, like her being like, oh yeah, made her a warm up to me a little bit better. And when you, the person you're interviewing is warmed up to you, yes. it just makes conversation so much easier. So I like to make sure people are comfortable before they talk to me, because just because I'm good to go and comfortable doesn't mean they are too. So um, yeah, I, I guess that's just my kind of approach to things and just learning how to breathe more. It's just a remember conversation. Remember to breathe, folks. Remember to breathe, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Just remember right. to breathe first right. and then the rest will take care of itself. Right. <laughs> 
yeah, it, re- it really is just the conversation at the end of the day. I can't think off the top of my head the biggest person I interviewed at the top of my head. I've had conversations with people, but not for like journalistic reasons because, uh, yeah, I get, I, I do get nervous. Like when I met Jacob DeGrom one time, the pitcher for the Mets, I was like, whoa. But that wasn't, that wasn't like a, that wasn't really an interview. It was more of a meet and greet because, you know, I'm a loser. But it's, that's, that's, to, that's to go off the side. But anyways, um, for our students right now, what, what do you think, uh, for people watching this right now, we have middle schoolers, uh, mostly we, we teach middle schoolers. What do you think they could do right now to prepare for a career in journalism? What are some mm-hmm. th- things you could provide them? Um, I would say, like, utilize social media. Um the fact that social media is like growing the way it is, like take advantage of that. Like we're on it every single day, like looking at the TikTok dances or like tweeting out stuff, but use that to market yourself or use that as a tool to get your work out there. Like I was just telling someone the other day, like I don't know where my career would be if social media wasn't a thing. Like, of course, back in the day, I would have found a way, but I think it just came a little bit more easier. The fact that I can put my demo reel up on Twitter and someone can retweet it. And then that jumps on another person's um, profile. And the fact that, you know, you're able to, get more eyes on it in that way like people can constantly share it just by putting up there with that being said make sure you're posting on a personal side posting things that are respectful and like you know portray you as a person like you don't want to be putting anything out there crazy i make sure anything that i'm doing reflects what i'm doing like if you scroll down my page there's some funny stuff that shows my personality but it's mainly like sports and what's going on in the world um because i mean that's your resume that's your portfolio that's how people uh, learn about you like they're not just looking at your resume like that you hand them they're going to go on your social media to see what you're doing so i think that's important to utilize social media as much as you can like reels are popping right now um on ig and then tiktok is like if it doesn't matter like if you use your phone as a camera you don't have to have like the high tech like big old camera or like you don't have to have a microphone just get on your on your phone if you see someone talk to your mom dad just get used to like (laughs) go to high school games go to middle school games just try to talk to someone and get those reps because that's super important if you are interested um in like being on camera now if you're interested in writing write up something start your own blog um make sure you're like putting articles out there like they don't have to be published on the biggest platform just the fact that you're practicing and getting better is um just key for me but social media uh network linkedin is huge like you don't have to be well into your career or like in college to have one that would speak volumes to me if you're like in middle school with a little linkedin profile <laughs> like that that would be incredible to me but um, I think the more you network, the the easier it gets because you're connected with more people if something does pop up. But the fact that people see that hunger and the drive that you have, that could be beneficial for you in the long run. And I also think it helps with the growth, right? So if you put your content out there over time, periodically, you'll see how much you've grown and how much you can work on right. and improve on with your with your game. And I think that's the most important thing. Starting early, getting your content out there. It might be rough. It's going to be okay. But then as the years go on, you'll you just clearly see how much you've gotten better. And I think that's where um, people who will want to recruit you for their job will see like, hey, like this, this they stuck at it, they're consistent. You know, they, they started out kind of slow there, but they got they got a rhythm, they got their own personality, and now it's that's off and running. So I think that's the biggest key is when putting your content out there is that 
you can get the uh, the growth side of things. Absolutely. And even if it is rough, don't worry because like a year <laughs> later, I have all my rough stuff on private on YouTube. <laughs> 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 no one can see it. So it's fine. Like put up anything as long as you're growing and getting the reps. That's important. Same, same here. Like pretty <laughs> private. Just be like, if someone wants to, you can see it. Just see the link. That's when you're applying the resume. But if not, yeah, you right. that. Let's put an asterisk on that. <laughs> Um, do you believe, obviously, like we said before, you work in, you work in esports, which is some, we want to say rising the street, but it's here, but just not a lot of people just know it yet. Do you think it's an avenue for people in the journalism industry that you think it's a place that people should go to and why not? Like, I mean, why essentially not? Why not? Well, the fact that you mentioned it, it is growing. Like you can, I can, I see the potential in it. Like it's going to take off. It's already taken off for the NBA 2K League itself. Like we're about to approach our milestone year, five years. And the things we've been able to do in that time span, like we've been on ESPN before. We've had plenty of expansion teams. Like this upcoming season will be expanded into Mexico with a team located out there. So that could present some opportunities to travel there, but also to create, like get more talent internationally um, in those spaces. So, um, we've done so much and it just makes me proud to be a part of it and just seeing like everyone's growth um the league's growth but it's it's taken off like it's not just on camera it's giving plenty of people jobs like you don't have to be into journalism to get into 2k or you don't have to be a player to get into 2k you can be in production behind the scenes operating a camera or creating graphics or writing articles whatever the case might be so it doesn't have to be your end goal either. The fact it's giving you an opportunity and a play, a chance to like grow, um, that's special to me. So if if you're interested in sports or esports, I would be interested in it because I mean, it's awesome. It's like the best job in the world. So I think people should start paying attention to esports um, for sure, no matter like what you're interested in, because I'm telling you like, in a couple of years, like it's already popping off, but like in a couple of years, like I there I see so much potential of it being like the thing to do. And you notice also that um, even when sports stopped, like esports kept going. So that's always going to be a guarantee. So do you yeah, think it would guys... be more normalized? Sorry, Rob, but do you think Autumn that would be more normalized? Like this pathway to get into journalism through esports will be more normalized in like the next five to ten years? Absolutely. Yes. I didn't even think this would be a career. Like I never even thought of it. <laughs> like, that's why I was terrified when they were like, Hey, if you want to do this, I'm like, what? Like, I've never even seen anyone do that. Like, how do I, how would I do that? So I think it definitely will be. And I think things are starting to change. Like the normal traditional route would have been like to get into journalism, go to your local news station, um, maybe like get another local job like at a bigger market then you start mm -hmm. tapping into your regional networks and then possibly getting to a national network that's like like i said everyone's story is different like nowadays you can probably do a digital job go regional national you can do digital national like it doesn't matter what you do as long as people see you doing it and doing it at the highest level and perfecting your craft that's all that matters so like um, yeah, I would I would definitely start paying attention to esports because it has that potential to put you out there. Mm -hmm. How much how much 2K do you play? Do you play any NBA 2K at all? I have a brother and I do. 
he's pretty good. So. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and cast and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I do play a lot of 2K. My brother and me, like, that's how I got into basketball and video games. Like, everything he did, I wanted to do. <laughs> and I just, I was, like, a little tomboy, and I probably still am. But, like, literally just followed up after him. And just, I was rough. Like, I always wanted to do boys and stuff like that. But shout out to my brother, Devin, because I, I without him, too, I probably wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing. So, yeah, he teaches me up on a lot of things. Shout out to Devin, man. Shout out to Devin. Shout, shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin. <laughs> All right, uh, we're wrapping up here. Uh, you, you're, you're a female and you're an African-American journalist. Does that, that comes with, uh, do you feel like that comes with an additional unfair obstacles that you have to deal with? Uh, and how can other minorities and women overcome those those potential barriers um just period like not even in journalism and life I would say it, it brings a lot of obstacles and challenges and it also it at first it brought a lot of self-doubt like I was afraid to tap into the space because I didn't see anyone who looked like me um I only saw people uh you know that weren't the same race as me or like was an athlete and I'm like a professional athlete as that mm-hmm. I was an athlete but I never went to the professional level like of course and then like you always see people get jobs those kind of ways like you know like their dad knows somebody to get them in. it was just me so one I didn't see anyone that looked like me and then two I didn't have connections and three I didn't play the game at a high level so I'm like how am I going to break into the space now you look on you turn on tv and you see black women like taking over the space like it is beautiful to see some of my biggest inspirations are on the biggest stages as hosts like running the they have their own show and that to me is just incredible but i mean of course it comes with its challenges um you, you face a lot of like unfair opportunities like a job that you know you were definitely qualified for but it probably was given um, to someone else or it's just like you know you kind of get scarce opportunity because of like that or the way you have to wear your hair like mm. for black women it's always like oh, I'm afraid to wear braids or oh I don't I don't know if this is like labeled as professional like it's always something and I just learned how to embrace that like who I am and being a black woman and to me it's just like one of my superpowers so I really just own that and I love it. So um, just like playing into who I am and just like embodying who I am, it's just beautiful. And I want other younger black women to understand that like when they see me, like they can do that too, because that's something I didn't have and I want them to have as well. Um, and and they will, cause like we are taking over and it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it, but <laughs> thank you. But yeah, of course it comes with obstacles, but like we're built for it, we're made for it and we conquer it every single day. I think that's no, it's it's beautiful because I think the pathway that you guys are laying down, like you all them, Malika Andrews on ESPN, you know, Ross, Ross Goldamunde, like a lot, a lot of you guys out there who are currently narrowing this space and, and, and making this pathway for young black girls and even young black boys out there to kind of be like, hey, like, okay, like I like how they're wearing their hair that way. That's style, because like that's how I grew up when I have sisters and that's how they with wear their hair, and that's normal to me. So why can't it be normal to people watching TV? Like you people see that every day. So I think having that confidence to be like, you know what, this is who I am. I'm going to own it, man. Listen, man, they're not ready for that. You know what I'm saying? So like, Hey, come up on the stage, do your thing. And, 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 and then you often run. And I think that's what separates 
a lot of you guys from others because like that confidence is key right like you can see that through the camera like when you're watching something and you see the person just smiling ready to go like this is who i am y'all if y'all ain't ready for it that's on y'all but y'all y'all do come rock with me so i think that's good that's really right. dope that you guys have been able exactly. to get that get this point in that in career you get ready to get to this point be confident loving who you are and that's a great message for our middle schoolers out there so hopefully you guys out there listening middle schoolers take key man take note you too, Rob. All right. You too. Get that confidence what do you, up. What do, you, what do you think I've been doing this whole time? You think I'm just staring at the wall? I'm, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> also, by the way, you said some great news. Shout out to Ros Gold and Woody Queezy's in the building. And shout out to Malik and Andrews. Big fans of those. Big fans of them. Um, all right. We, we're about to wrap up here. We are, uh, I know you got a busy, busy, busy day. Um, is there anything that we missed or didn't bring up or any last things that you want to bring up to us or the students or anything like that before we wrap up? Um. I guess I'll just, you know, give some advice overall. Like, uh, I would just say, like, with anything, even if you're not interested in journalism, if you don't want to be on camera, like, whatever the case might be, like, do whatever makes you happy and just go after your dreams. Like, if you're passionate and you're work waking up every single day excited about what you do, do that. Like, don't let anyone sign off on your dreams or tell you, like, oh, that can't work or, oh, you need to be doing this instead of that like I had plenty of people tell me like oh you that's not gonna work out like you need to go be a teacher or you need to go be like something that you know for sure is gonna happen and I'm not saying like you know that that's an easier route for me that's just how I was brought up like this is normal and this is what you need to do in order for you to be successful no one in my family works in sports like no one knows that like it's it's hard to have a job after college. Like you might have to struggle and be jobless for a minute. Like, and no one really understood that about my path and why I was putting myself in that position. But it's something I love to do. And you couldn't tell me like that I wasn't gonna do it. So that would be my main advice. And then if there's not a way, make a way. Like that said, you can grab your phone and then record whatever you need to and go from there. And don't be afraid to ask questions. If you have questions, like go for it, like try to soak up as, as much knowledge as you can and just be yourself. Like I said, I mean, no one can do you better than you. I tell myself that every single day and that's just what fuels me to come out and just do the best I can. But that's pretty much it. Like you're gonna be fine. Just breathe through it. Like you don't have to have everything <laughs> together at once. You'll be good. But this is middle school, high school. Like also enjoy being young and yes, <laughs> feel <yes>. free <laughs> like, yeah. out here. <laughs> one of the biggest things i one of the biggest things i i, I claim to is when kobe Bryant said do you love the process and if you love the process then you found something that you want to do for a living so that's what that's something that i stick to a lot so yeah definitely uh take everything that autumn johnson said and just have fun it and with it and enjoy your career it's it's a it's a it's a fun life <laughs> it has its ups and downs but it could be really fun so all right, awesome. All right, where can where can the people find you, Autumn Johnson? Oh yes, on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you can find me at Autumn Johnson TV. Um, yeah, handles are just like that everywhere. And then also, if you want to follow up on my work, NBA Two K League is stretched, uh, streamed on Twitch and YouTube. Um, I work for NCAA Digital as well. You can go on NCAA.com on the women's basketball page. And then I work for Big Ten Networks. So if you're watching. Or anywhere in that Big Ten area, make sure you tune in. <laughs> All right, definitely, yeah. So we we can't wait to see uh, we can't wait to see you on your NCAA coverage, Big Ten coverage, and every two K league season is not too far away. So we can't wait to see you and what we have what you have in store for season five. 
All right. Thank you so much, Autumn. This was really, yes. really fun. Uh, career day, another one in the books, uh, a successful one of my favorites. I'm being biased, of course. Uh, we're not supposed to be like that for journalists, but hey, sue me. Anyways, uh, we really appreciate you coming along and taking some time to talk to us and our students. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. All right. Absolutely. Uh, you guys can check us out on Reaching and Teaching on Instagram. No space in between them, Reaching and Teaching. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, John, Anchor. Johnny, am I missing anything? You can watch us on YouTube. If you want to see those basketballs behind Autumn Town, check them out. You want to see the trophies? Check them out. You want to see Johnny's weird lamp? Check it out on the YouTube right there. You can see the video. You want to see my weird bobblets? Do that as well. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Reaching and Teaching podcast presented by CEI Esports. This is Career Day. This is Autumn Johnson, and we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, guys. See you guys.